Blog Talk Radio. of Nothing But The Truth. I'm your host, Mr. Evan Brooks. This is Nothing But The Truth. We've been doing this show ever since 2007. Doesn't even feel that long, but I've been doing the show and keep doing the show. Um, let me break it down to you as far as what this show talks about. A lot of people want to know, hey, what is Nothing But The Truth? I'll come over here and listen to it, but, you know, what is it about? What's the main topic about Nothing But The Truth? Our show talks about issues that involve everyday life and mainstream media uh, that they won't speak of or give details about, from love and relationships to uh, black history, politics, civil rights, police brutality, and justice throughout the land. Are you tired of saying the same news that really does not give any news but straight lies? Are you fed up with listening to the issues that do not reflect your community and issues revolving your community? If you say yes, you're at the right place. At nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful knowledge and news so you can have the facts you need to empower and to have true freedom from the chains of society that lingers you from having the true knowledge of oneself and how to change the game around you in your favor. You know, I don't know if you uh, popped that up or not, but it's on the website. I got it posted up. Um, I've been doing the show, been doing it for since 2007, like I told you. You can also contact me on email by going to NB or emailing me at NB underscore truth at yahoo.com. 
You can email me if you have questions about a topic, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want me to do promotions for you. I'm not charging right now for people's advertisements if they do want to come over here and do that. Um, this is a live show. I know a lot of people are like, what? This is a live show. Yes, this is a live show. So I will be giving out the number here shortly. I just want to make sure that everyone understands what the topic is for today. It's a quick show, 30-minute show. I've been gone for about a month or so. Been busy moving. I moved to another location, not in the area that I was. I left Virginia now in another area, so just want to let you know I'm all right. The topic of the show for today is the discussion of race in America and the reason there is none. The show will discuss the topic of race relations in America and why it's not getting better. I will go in depth to discuss recent issues that we see in the economy, media, sports, and politics. I'll also discuss solutions on correcting this problem. This will be a live show, which I already told you, and everyone's welcome to call in. If you disagree with me, you can call in. Do not miss out on this brand new show, which is what it is. Now, a lot of stuff's been going on since I've been gone. We already know about the whole thing about Don Sterling. We already know about the fact about the whole issue of uh, with, uh, the civil rights issues as far as affirmative action being uh, sent to the Supreme Court. I talked about that on the last show. We talked about these things and how they affect you. A lot of people don't realize how important these facts are to you. Now, you might say, well, it don't faze me right now. I don't care. And some people don't quite understand how the system works with policy. I'm not telling you how to be a politician. I'm not going to put that out there to you. But you do need to know what these people are saying about you and what their plans are because things like this is affecting us every day. You might not see it as you look at a piece of paper and read something, but... Slowly but surely, if I give you enough poison, long enough, not enough to kill you right away, but long enough, I can kill you over time. And this is what's going on in our country right now. This is the things that need to be talked about that you don't see on the news, that the things that you don't really go on. Now, the reason why this is going on you have people in media like CNN, Fox News, other big mainstream CBS. You have to not look at the newscasters, but look at the people who pay the newscasters, the producers, the chief. All these people, who are they? Who's putting out this news? Because they put out news how they want to. It's not by coincidence why Fox News is conservative. you got to look at the people who put into Fox News Network or people on CNN, they don't put out the right news, as you know. They put out news to get ratings. They don't put out news whether it's born or what as knowledgeable as they're supposed to be on. As if, if any one of y'all know Walter Conkite, he did a, he was a news anchor back in the day, and he put out the Vietnam War as it was, and Dan Rather did things like that as well, too. told what it was, not because, oh, i got to get ratings. They put it out how it was. Now you don't even get the news like that. You have to be careful of that. 
The people will put out stuff that doesn't matter to us. Now, you want to know the reason? I'm about to go into the reason. People put stuff out here that doesn't really matter to us, but we have people who jump on it like today about Beyonce and Jay-Z's kid. I petition to comb the child's hair. I don't give a damn what the kid's hair is like. That's not my child. That's their child. And you shouldn't care about that either. I don't understand why we're so focused about this child, which is not ours, but we got so much in, in, you know, interest in this child, but we don't got no interest into our own thing as far as a group. It's like stuff like that, little distractions, little smoke screens, you know, about Kim and Kanye's wedding, all this shit right here. And I'm going to speak how I speak today because it really, it really affects me. All the stuff that goes on that really doesn't affect you. It's a smokescreen. If I cut off communications to you or ways for you to get knowledge and only show you things that I only want you to see, you're not going to be able to really communicate with another person on the same level if y'all are greater distances. I mean, that's just an old wartime strategy right there. If I cut off communication, you cannot effectively uh, handle a battle unless you have other ways to communicate. If something happens in the battle, you're going to have to have a way to let everyone know. You might have a battle plan, but something goes haywire, and other people don't know that. You're cut off. It happens. And we've been stuck on that for years and years as a group of people. We have false leaders. That's right. Taking on everyone's case, everyone's causes for the civil rights except the black people. Now, you got the NAACP, you got the Urban League, you got all these other leagues that have different agendas. We're not on one agenda, and everyone's trying to be a leader. You know, you got too many chiefs in a tribe. And, again, I say this on my last show, why are we so concerned about who's the leader, who's the leader? The other institutes, the other people that were uh, doing this, other races, the whites, Asians, Hispanics, they don't need a leader to come out there and say this is what's going on. And I'm not knocking what Dr. Martin Luther King did or Malcolm X did or Marcus Garvey or other ones out there. Yes, they did their thing, but ever since the assassination of Dr. King and Malcolm X, people are now trying to step up. I want to be a leader. I want to be a leader. You got to be careful who you follow. You need to understand where they're coming from and what their true motives are. Some of these people are hired by the, uh, from other entities to work purposely to confuse you. They might be put in a position at the time, and they say, hey, I want you to sit low in this organization. We're going to bring you up. We need you to actually get these people in trouble so we can move you through the ranks, give you money in your pocket, everything's good. But if you act funny on us or try to act like, well, I don't want to do this no more, we'll bury you. And that's happened before. It's happened in the media, happened in politics. You see it every day. You see it now. All these politicians all of a sudden getting in trouble. That's not random. It's not random. They're getting set up, ready for the elections coming in November. Now, all these people 
or getting cleared out the way, getting bulldozed, say, hey, we can't get you at the ballot. We'll get you with a scandal or something to really bring you down. Examples are Al Sharpton. You know, people say, well, he's marching for us, this and that. But you remember about a month or so ago, Al Sharpton got, uh, got put on blast for actually working for the FBI to get some of the mafia members? And he swear up and down he didn't do it, but the FBI has the documentation showing that. So he's worried. They basically put him out there on Front Street. And you got to be careful. They marching about Trayvon Martin. They marching about Malcolm Dunn, but they ain't the only black kids out there. Uh, black kids in general, black people in general that get killed every day. I mean, why them? Because of media national attention? And what is a march going to do? What has marching ever did for us before? So people say it brought us this rights. No, it didn't. I tell you what brought it down, boycotting. You know, the whole bus boycott that Dr. Martin King uh, organization brought together? They boycotted for a year. And people got to understand, boycott, people say, I don't get what that is. All that is. It's basically, I'm not going to give you that money. That money that you was relying on, I'm going to cut you off. I'd rather walk to work or take a car, you know, carpool, things like that. It hurt them. They had to go ahead and do it because they lost all that money. Like, let them sit where they want to. As a race of people, we don't have a consensus. We don't have a common agenda as a whole, you don't have to have a leader for an agenda. You can see this well, for white people, Asians, Hispanic. If they want something, they get it done. They work together. You just have a common consensus. You don't have to be, I need a leader for this. Because when you come down and have a think tank, as what Dr. Uh, not Dr. Warren Ballantyne, but Warren Ballantyne, a radio host on Paramount uh, Network, and set these people down and say, let's come together, this argument. I want to be, be the leader. I want to be the leader. Who cares about who's going to be the leader? Let's get the agenda going on, hey, this is what we need to be working towards progress. We need to be practicing these methods. This is not calling out being racist or anything right here. The first off, that's not even the way to go. And second of all, black people can't practice that. We, don't, we have no power. We have no power. We have a trillion-dollar buying power, but if you hit everyone in all fronts and they're not on the same page, you can defeat a person. You can defeat a group of people. Not on the same page. We need to come together, build together, which will lead to job growth, wealth, a stronger community, a change in media because... If someone's telling you buy this and buy that, and you just I'm not going to even buy from you, I'm just going to go ahead and go get me some uh, information from another people, or another source, another vendor. I don't have to deal with you no more. I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to deal with what you're trying to present to me. That's going to hurt them. And they try to go down to the next person. And if that was the case right there to the next person, they should be saying the same thing. They should be saying the same thing, making sure everyone's on the same page. Because once you're on the same page, and they realize it, because you can look at it like this. 
a black business person might be trying to be a vendor and go to an Asian community to try to do business with them. And they might say, no, it's not because they're black. It's because they got that tight-knit connection because they say, if we let you in, it's going to take money away from my, my brother man over here, my fellow man over here, that we're all in the same community here because we know that money's going to come right back in the Asian community or the Jewish community or wherever community is. With our case, we don't have no businesses like we're supposed to be. Yeah, you got Oprah, Jay-Z, this and that. But look at how many other people who are not even across that line compared to the average American, white or Asian in general. If you look at the income gap right there as far as how many dollars a person's bringing home or what they're able to do, black people are way behind. We're way behind. And that's not by our choice. Not all of that's not by our choice. That's by setups, people keeping you hindered down, things that that needs to be addressed, which is not being addressed. And as far as controlling what you see and what people try to sell to you or try to bring into your community to take that money out of your hand and put it back into their community, we got to stop letting that fly. We need to support our black businesses and come together like we're supposed to. The ones in charge has no reason to really discuss anything about race. Instead, they will tell you what your struggle should be, either with civil rights, which don't really touch the black people at all in civil rights anymore, or media smoking things up to our our tails about uh, that won't help us out in our situation. Like again, I reemphasize going back onto what. Beyonce and Jay-Z's kids, um, hair needs to be combed. What does that got to do with our kids? I don't give a damn about that, the child's hair, as long as the child's all right. In that case, I mean, should be okay. That's not our main agenda. And I'm seeing a stupid-ass pet- uh, petition being posted on Facebook, and it makes me think, like, damn, they, they're probably laughing, huh? We got, we got them focusing on that. As long as we keep throwing stuff in their way, they're going to keep hitting it, keep getting distracted, and we're going to keep making this money off of them, sucking them dry, sucking them dry. If we would control what we see, wear, eat, sell, and buy, there would be a discussion on race. You just got to follow the money. I list those things, you know, what you see, which is TV, what you wear, it's apparel, clothes, what you eat, is what you put in your body, what you sell, what you buy. If you can control those habits, I know we're not going to have every black business floating down the street or whatnot. But if you consciously say, well, I can go to this guy over here, help him out, let me do business with him, let's support each other, it's going to come back. We have to do that. You might say, well, I just got this one guy. It don't matter. As long as we do it, we we can't be like crabs in a barrel. Uh, if I'm not going to come up, he ain't going to come up. We've we got to get out of that, that practicing mentality. That's a slave mentality. We need to get out of that mentality. For example, look at the Japanese Americans who were put in, in internment camps during the war, or World War II. Finally got out. They wanted reparations. Initially, Americans, the American government told them, no, tough luck. Things happened in the war. So the Japanese, <coughs> you know, the war was over with. They start 
banding their money together, start working together as far as trying to build a business. I'll tell you about the story about the the creator of Sony Corporation. Other businesses, other Japanese businesses came together, and when America saw that money being generated, they said, we need to tap into the source of the Japanese. And they're like, mm, what about those reparations? And it's, aha, like, we're not going to deal with you. And it, they couldn't go down the street and try to get to another guy, get another in. It wasn't being – it might have been a chance a guy could have gave them a deal to get in, but it wouldn't have been good as what these bigger corporations were. And say, well, this guy's all right, but I want this guy over here. We might as well just go ahead and give them those reparations that they need. They came together and they got it. That's what it boiled down to. We've got to come together and it, they got it. That's, that's what matters. That's where we haven't came together yet. If we came together as a group of people, these tricks, these games, these things that we're being stopped from being able to do wouldn't happen. Now, it has been known, it has been known in the past when segregation was practiced in the United States that you have plenty of black businesses growing and thriving. So you can't tell me it never happened. You can look back at the Black Wall Street. You can look at Tuska, Oklahoma. You can look at before the bombings took place. You can look at how successful they were. They were in competition with white Americans. And that's what threatened them because it, it came to a point where these businesses were doing so well because they have been isolated from everyone and it was just you only deal with black people, you had no choice, and that money started growing. So they, they actually started to practice globalism. They started to reach out and do global business. You know, some of the French might have came in and they said, we want to deal with y'all. I, I see this. This looks good. And it might have been a white owner. So you don't need to deal with them. They're, they're secondhand. What about them? You said, no, no, sir. I want to deal with these guys. I like what they got. They didn't like that because that was another venue out there. That's more revenue coming in. And that money flipped 12, 18 times. Our money probably flips maybe one time. And when that one time is, it's probably you're going to get your hair done. Or you're going to uh, go get something at a, a restaurant, a black-owned restaurant, but nothing else. No electronic stores, no car shops, no car washes, no clothing apparel. I mean, we we got to practice better. we got to practice better, and we got to support those companies that are black business, black-owned. And even the companies that do help out with the black community. Because you got some companies that won't come out to the black community, but they will stick their hand out for your money and take that money back home to suburbia America. And then you want to know why your neighborhood looks the way it looks, why that money is not put back in your community. It, it works just like a recycle. You have to recycle that money. It's a whole cycle. And the whole thing is that money part that's going back into the community has not made that circle yet. It's stuck. It's going in reverse. It's going back to the people who actually took that money and going in their pocket, in their community, to build what they want and generate wealth. You look at it. We can no longer go without talking about race. Because, again, race relations in this country has been worse. It's not gotten better. And people might say, well, you got a black president in there. That means nothing. That means nothing. He has things attached to him. He's not... He has to speak for all America. 
Now, does black people, I don't, don't know why people thought that. He never said he was going to do that. And I think a lot of people got upset. Like, he didn't talk about our knees. He's not going to talk about our knees because you don't have anything to, to come to the table. you got to look at these other groups, special interest groups. They brought their money to the table, start buying up the politicians, and then made it a case to give to the president. you got to think about it. Let's look at it. If we continue going on this path, it will result in more cases like Trayvon Martin, Michael Dunn, more people popping up on Facebook or other uh, media outlets or on the news in blackface, more Donald Sterling, you already heard of his case, more Justin Beavers, more racist rants such as the woman, I don't know if y'all see on YouTube, but it's a woman, if you type in Dollar General racist, it should pop up, a woman up in Buffalo, New York, just start cussing out this guy, calling him the N-word, just calling him out there in front of her kids. And then she turned around and did a rebuttal on a radio show talking about that the guy almost hit the child when the car was parked. She threatened the guy by saying she was going to get her husband to come up there and, and kill him. She was going to throw coffee in his face. You know, all these things. And the guy, didn't he didn't say anything. He just recorded it. And she just going into it, going into it. I'm going to follow up with that one as well, too. And it lasts about five, seven minutes. And she just calling these things. I'm tired of you people, this and that. Because he started up his car. And a kid might have cried, but she just went the snaps on him. And she tried to say she was bipolar. And... And some people accept that, just like Donald Sterling, when he went off saying the things about black people. You got these people in these, these uh, leadership positions, like some of these pastors, who try to vouch for them, just like the one of the local leaders of the NAACP in L.A. took that money and gave him the guy award and everything. So, well, he didn't mean that. So if I can buy your respect, I'm going to do it. That's what he's saying. I can buy your respect. You know, respect is everything. But when someone can buy your respect, that's crap. In order for us to have a, a discussion about race or any type of reparations in the black community, we have to practice group economics. Don't take your money outside of your community if possible. And if you can go to your local grocery store that's owned by a black uh, business owner, Put that money in there. Put that money in there. If this guy, he or she is putting that money back out to the community, helping make the community better, do it. Do it. Now, I'm not saying just give the guy your money. He turns around, sends it right out the thing. Hold him to the standard because if he puts it in your in your community, it should be some type of, uh, some type of symbiosis going on as far as, hey, we put this in there. Don't don't just look outside. Look inside this community. Don't leave us where we're struggling and you're successful. Help everyone out. Stop with the, having the black leaders. That's another issue right there. And hold them accountable. When these people come up on TV and I represent this and that, you know, hold them accountable. So, okay, you represent this, then why this ain't happening so far? only thing we see is marches and saying we're going to march, we're going to march. White people don't care about your marching. What comes down to it is the greenbacks. The, the color 
is green. When it comes to a situation where I'm going to mess with your money, I'm going to mess with your paycheck, oh, everyone starts to wake up. That marching ain't going to do it. When you start buying into these companies, when you start using the social media like Facebook properly saying, hey, don't buy them, pass the word, share it. And they start going as a collector. As we start coming as a collector and don't go there, they, they, they will come out their pocket. Trust me. And what usually happens is some of these leaders, like, again, I told you about Donald Sterling. Some of these people, like, when he went to the black church about two weeks ago, he went there. That guy got a check. And then the NWACP, uh, local leader of the church, or NWACP local leader, I forgot his name. He went out there and vouched for Donald Sterling. He got a check. These people are getting checks. You got to wake up. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. Because they will lead you off the cliff. They don't care about that. They care about that money at the end. And it shouldn't be like that. It should not be like that. It should, if you're going to be a leader, be a leader. Don't be someone say, hey, I can get paid just being a leader. It, it's It's stupid. You know, it's more, if you want to be business, be business. If we're going to have an agenda, let's have an agenda. We have agendas, but you got everyone trying to say, I'm going to be the leader of it. We don't need leaders. We just need to be on a common basis. And not all of us is going to get there. You're going to have people who's just stubborn. That goes with any race. It don't matter what color you are. You're just going to have people who say, I'm just going to be here, and I'm not going to do anything you say. Let them be. Not everyone's going to be hip to this, but when they realize it's too late, it's too late. We need to get on the program, start waking up. Stop telling your kids that, you know, the only way you're going to come up out of here is playing basketball or playing football, this and that. You're falling into these stereotypes. That's not the only thing your child can be. Your child can be much more better if you encourage them, you nurture them. The same way you nurture them to play sports, you should put the same thing in education. You should teach them, hey, you need to go out here, get that education. I'm not saying that you're going to have to get a job working on a fine, but I do say you need to be on that business savvy concept as far as, hey, I can create my own business. I can create my own millions. I don't have to work for someone who controls the paychecks and this and that. Because I'm telling you right now, now everyone's going to make it to the pros, so you need to stop putting that in your child. There's a possibility your child can go to the pros, but you've got to look at the, the probability of it. You got to look at those teams. You look at all that. Now everyone makes it, and they don't have a plan B. You get what I'm saying? If you just happen to make it to the pros, but your mind was focused on, on, the, on the education part, so be it. Proud of you. That's, you know, there's no guarantee. I told you about the boycotts. I told you about boycotting companies, but we also support companies that support our community. We should vouch for them. Not saying praise them, but vouch for them. Make sure they, they do what they're supposed to do and don't short-sight you, ripping you off. You don't need to have that in your situation. You don't need that in your life. Do not take what you see on mainstream media to be true. Always cross-reference your source. Another way to confuse you is someone puts something on TV and someone puts something on the radio real quick. You can cross-check what I say, like Mr. LeVon said to you when he did a show with me. You can always cross-check what we say to you and what we put out. We don't tell you, this, hey, this is absolute truth. We do give you sources. You should always do that. If you have a fifth-grade knowledge, 
You should always do that. Don't take everything you see on the news to be true. Things can get wrong. People say a lot of stuff wrong. People will use the media because the people who are behind the media outlets to confuse you, to throw you off. He say, she say. And they do that on purpose. They put snippets on what people say, just like they did with Jeremiah Wright. Reverend Jeremiah Wright, uh, President Barack Obama's uh, pastor up in Chicago, they took a snippet out of there to make him seem like he was this, this hatred, racist man, hate white people, this and that. And if you listen to the whole sermon, it makes sense. They, they do all types of things to make it seem like it is worse than what it is. Be careful with that. Support your black businesses. No community equals no support. So be mindful. Of, if you're starting a business, be mindful of where you put your location at. Because you, if you try to say, well, I don't need black people, I'm going to get this money up you. Don't do that. Don't isolate yourself. I always put your put your people in, in the mix, too. Put your people in the mix of the pot. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're not able to do what you need to do. Because now you got yourself in a rut. And you crossed the wrong people over. Now you can't go back. You know, don't ever, ever turn your back on your community. Never. Always go back to your community. Now, if your community's all run down and stuff, and you got the power to make some change and help someone, do it. Don't be like, well, I made it. Y'all didn't. Because we got that mentality. It's all for me. They're not going to tell you let's practice group. You have people say, we're individuals. We're America. We're America. Well, for the past time that we've been here, this individual stuff has not been working, as you see. So we need to get off that mind frame and work as a group and come together. Stop believing what the ones in power say to you. You know, they're telling you, hey, you're not going to accomplish this. You might as well just go this way. You're not a second-class citizen. Your mentality should be that you will not let people write you off like a bad check. You should not let anyone dismiss you. First off, they don't know you like this. Second of all, they don't give a damn about you. Why? So someone tell you some stuff like that and you believe it, it can affect you. And I have a friend that was in a situation like that. A person told him that he wasn't going to count for anything, and he sat there and believed it. And it affected him. And we told him, man, you can't think like that. He barely he came out of it, but... Some people don't come out of that situation, so you got to stop letting people tell you what you're going to be and what you can't be. You you say the hell with what you say. That's what you honestly should say to them. Now, I ain't sitting there telling you you're going to grow six foot five. Don't go around and say, well, this guy on the show told me I don't have to believe you. I'm five foot three, and I'm 30-some years old. Now, I'm going to be six foot five. I believe that, damn it. I'm talking about realistic goals here as far as someone say, well, you're never going to leave out of your community. You're not going to ever be anything as far as just a janitor or just a cook or some hood person or whatever you want to list the names. You name it, whatever. But if you realize the situation you're in, you can control your behavior. You are you already have the game. Well, I thank you for tuning in to the show. I'm coming back. I think I'm going to start doing these shows on Sunday because of how my schedule was going. It's going to be pretty tough here doing it on weekdays, but I wanted to get out to you. I didn't want y'all to think I just abandoned the show because I'm not giving up on the show. I thank you for tuning in. I thank everyone for listening to Nothing But The Truth. We'll be back with you next, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday for some more, more news, more fun, 
More facts, stuff to help us out, not the stuff that you see on TV. Again, you can get this show by going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth. Go there. You can download all the shows all the way back to 2007. So it's a lot of shows on there. You can also contact me by email NB underscore truth at yahoo.com. I'm always there. If you want to come on to the show, shoot me an email. I talk to you, see what we can do. I do all types of things on the show as far as I have book guests come on. I have artists come on, models. I, I try to keep it lively. I try to keep people in the flow. I know I've been out of the flow for a little while, but I'm coming back. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back full throttle. We'll start working on getting us a brand new website, making sure everyone sees it, everyone gets involved, people put their thoughts in. I do have a Facebook page called Nothing But The Truth. You can go there, um, add yourself on there, and we can get you going. I thank you for everything that you've done. I want you to stay focused and do not let people tell you that you can't be something that you know. They don't know you. I always remember that. A stranger walk up to you and tell you that you don't need a... Sock them in the mouth, but you don't have to listen to it. Okay? I thank you. Stay blessed.